Hi, guys. Welcome to the first episode of Anything Goes. I keep wanting to say Stupid Genius. I keep like sitting down and I'm like, welcome back to Stupid Genius. And it kind of actually makes me a little bit sad that I'm never going to say that again. But I'm very excited because this is the first episode and it's kind of scary, but it's very exciting. I think I'm a little bit scared to start a new podcast because it's it's kind of you kind of feel like you failed the first time when something doesn't work and you have to reroute it's very easy to be like oh well I fucking failed so why would I want to do it again like why would I want to try again because although the podcast a lot of people really like the podcast some people hated it some people loved it as everything works in life I felt like I failed because I stopped enjoying doing it. And it was a concept I was super excited about. It was something I worked really hard on. And yet like I lost passion for it in less than a year. And that sucks ass because it's hard not to think that you shouldn't like, you shouldn't do it anymore or whatever, but I don't care. I got back on the horse and I was like, I don't care. I'm going to try again. And so we're back with anything goes. We're actually, we're not back. Cause I, this is the first episode we're here with anything goes. And if you kind of want to know how this podcast is going to be structured, I will share. So basically what we're going to do is every episode, we're going to have an overarching topic and then we're going to talk about it. So whether I have advice on it, stories about it, whatever commentary or thoughts I have on said topic, I will share. And then at the end, I'll answer questions about the topic and just whatever questions you guys have. Cause I love answering questions from people. Like I, I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm just a narcissist or something. I don't think I am. Cause I feel like I'm too aware of when other people are narcissists. So I don't think I am one. That's a topic for another day, <laughs> but I like, I love answering questions that people have about things. Like it's my favorite thing to do. Maybe it's just because I like to hear my own voice. I don't know, but that's how this podcast is going to work. It's going to be very open-ended, very chill, but I have a pet peeve about people who explain things for longer than needed when they could just do the thing that they're going to do instead. Does that make sense? And so then they just are talking like, Oh, this is what I'm going to do. Uh, when, they could just be doing it and everybody would catch on. So basically I'm going to stop doing that and we're just going to get into our first episode and our first topic. I'm going to get comfortable. Our first topic today is failure because I think it's a very important topic to discuss and I'm very hard on myself. I'm very hard on myself for everything that I do. And so I've felt the feeling of failure bazillions of times in my life as everybody has. But I think that I feel failure even when it's not necessary or like warranted, if that's the right word. So I want to get into it. This episode is presented by Haagen-Dazs. It's love at first bite with the new Haagen-Dazs Dulce de Leche bar featuring rich caramel Dulce de Leche ice cream swirled with thick, milky Dulce de Leche ribbons and dipped in milk chocolate. Indulgent? Yes. The perfect way to treat yourself? Absolutely. Find at retailers nationwide. That's Dawes. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. Dating can be exhausting. Even just getting to the dating stage is a little bit overwhelming. You know, I'm not somebody who 
loves casually dating. I like to be in a relationship. Finding somebody you're attracted to is challenging enough, but then making sure that you're compatible is a whole other challenge. Well, Bumble is helping take some of the pressure off. Now you can make the first move or not. It's entirely up to you. Thanks to Bumble's new feature, Opening Moves. It's a simple way to start conversations. Just choose a question and let your matches reply to kick off the chat. Try opening moves on the new Bumble. Download Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Purina. As the owner of two cats, I totally understand the healing power of pets, and so does Purina, which is why they're addressing the youth mental health crisis by making pet therapy more accessible. Research shows that pet therapy can help reduce stress, anxiety, and depression, as well as boost self-confidence. So to help ensure there's a therapy dog available for any kid who needs it, Purina is helping get more certified, starting with their employees' pets. To learn more, visit purina.com slash mental health. First, I want to talk about my podcast a little bit and like how that happened, like why we're here, why I wanted to reroute, whatever. Uh, Not that anyone really cares, but I feel like it's kind of a valuable lesson. There's a valuable lesson to be taken from that process. So basically, I started my podcast last year around April-ish, and I was super excited. I wanted to make a podcast that had structure, that was like, had a purpose, that was educational. Like I wanted it to be useful in a sense, because I feel like a lot of the stuff I do is not really useful necessarily. It's not like you go home learning a new fact. And I was like, I want to do something where I feel like people are going to go home and they're going to have learned something unless they're already at home, but then they were at home and they learned something. Like I wanted somebody to have something tangible to walk away from the podcast with. So that's why I structured the podcast around a science question. So I'm learning, they're learning. It's a win-win. But after time went on, I just felt like I started to feel like I wasn't even interested in the stuff I was talking about. And what I really wanted to be talking about was my fucking thoughts. <laughs> and so I felt so uninspired. And I remember I'd be driving to record my podcast and I'd get so anxious because I'd be like, how can I like, f- I love the format of podcasting, but I don't really like love doing this exact thing. How do I make myself love it? L- like, can I? So I would go in and I'd try and I would try to talk about things that were more interesting to me. And I did like that more, but I still like wasn't in love with my podcast. I wasn't really even that proud of it because I didn't feel like it was something that I was in love with. And that's something that I've struggled with, with all of the stuff I've put out is like truly feeling like I love what I'm putting out there. Like really being proud of it. And I did not feel like that with stupid genius at a certain point in the beginning, totally, but towards the end, no. And it started to really upset me because I was feeling like I was failing. I was like, I'm a fucking failure. I can't even do a podcast and like it. Like it seems so simple. Why can't I just go in, record it, enjoy the process and then go home and shut up and not think about it. But it was upsetting me because I felt like it wasn't, I felt like I failed at it. Anyway, long story short, this pod, this new podcast is just going to be me repeating myself for an hour straight. So we should actually rename it to Emma repeating herself for an hour straight. 
podcast. I will be sending this to my team and for further review. But anyway, I took it all into consideration and I was like, I'm going to take a break from podcasting. I took a break. I took a few months off and I ended up deciding I still loved doing podcasts and I love listening to podcasts. So I'm not going to quit. Okay. I'm going to, I'm just going to reroute. There's no need to give up when something doesn't work. It's all about, if you like it, you just have to, it's okay to readjusting and kind of rethinking is not failure. It's like, but I really didn't want to believe that. I was like, if I reroute this whole podcast, I failed, but that is not true. And now here we are and I feel really good and I don't feel like a failure and I'm excited and I'm glad that I didn't let my feeling of being super just negative about the fact that the first round didn't go as I planned. Like I didn't let that affect me to the point where I just was like, I don't even want to do a podcast at all. Cause there was a point there where I felt like that, but I decided to keep going. And now here we are. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. Dating can be exhausting. Even just getting to the dating stage is a little bit overwhelming. You know, I'm not somebody who loves casually dating. I like to be in a relationship. Finding somebody you're attracted to is challenging enough, but then making sure that you're compatible is a whole other challenge. Well, Bumble is helping take some of the pressure off. Now you can make the first move or not. It's entirely up to you. Thanks to Bumble's new feature, Opening Moves. It's a simple way to start conversations. Just choose a question and let your matches reply to kick off the chat. Try opening moves on the new Bumble. Download Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. When you're feeling down, sometimes it's good to be alone. But talking can also be a big help. Keeping everything bottled up is not great for your health. It would cause me a lot of stress and anxiety. It's almost like, I use this metaphor a lot, but it's almost like carrying a backpack around. And when you have stuff bottled up, gets added to the backpack. And when you talk about it, you get to take it out of the backpack. Now the backpack's a little bit lighter. Once I got older and I learned how to communicate, I never stopped because I like having an empty backpack. It just feels better and my quality of life is better. When you need to talk and need a safe space, I highly recommend therapy. It's a great way to work through whatever's bothering you in a judgment-free place. There's something really special about having a resource to talk to that is not involved in your life on a personal level. So if you want to give therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, and flexible. It's also easy to get started. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash anything today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash anything. Failure? Okay, so like, obviously, you know, when you fail a test at school, that's shitty. I mean, I could go on about that all day. It's like, if you fail a test at school, I wish that now that I'm not in school anymore, I wish that I could tell myself when I was a child that you could fail every fucking test that you take for the rest of your life. But as long as you're doing your best and you're like, and you're just trying, as long as you're trying, even if you there's some, there's a solution. There's like a way to get to your end goal, no matter what, like, even if you failed every single test, you could find a way to get a college education if that's what you wanted. And you could find a way 
to get a job. And there's, you could find a way to do this and you could find a way to do that. It's like the little mundane little failures in day-to-day life never, they don't matter in the bigger picture. But I, when I was in school, I used to literally sleep four hours a night and would cry myself to sleep every night, so afraid that I was going to fail one test because mainly it would crush my ego. And I think that's the biggest thing about failure is that it's an ego crush. And that's stupid. I'm still trying to figure this out though, because something happened. Well, not recently, but something within the past four years happened to me for the first time. That was the biggest feeling of failure I've ever felt. But it's weird because people don't talk about this type of situation as being a failure. And that's when a relationship or a friendship doesn't work out. Like, let's say you have a breakup or you and a friend don't work out. Like it just doesn't work out. You're stopping friends, whatever. When a relationship like that comes to an end, I would argue that that's actually one of the biggest feelings of failure. Like, because that's happened to me so many times within the past, let's say four years here. It's crazy how you can do nothing wrong. I think this more actually, this more is actually for like dating. Like if you're dating somebody and you break up, like it's crazy how even if you did nothing wrong and you and that person just weren't meant to be together, it still feels like such a failure and such a kick in the ass to your ego because you're like, oh my God, I was planning my future with this person, whether it's your friend who you wanted to be your bridesmaid or your significant other who you wanted to marry, right? And have a family with, whatever. And when that fails, you're like, oh my God. I, now I'm back to being single. I failed. Like you feel like a relationship with somebody else not working out is a failure. I hate, I just had this realization the other day because you know, I go through, through this all the time. I'm, you know, I'm friends with some people then I'm not, then I am like, whatever. It's like, that's part of being a teen girl. And so it's hard not to feel like I've just always beat myself up about it. Being like, this is my fault. I'm a shitty person. Even if I did nothing wrong and I was the best friend, like I did something wrong. I'm not somebody that people want to be friends with, or I'm not somebody that people want to date. I'm like, I'm, you know, shitty to be around. You know, I must be so not self-aware that that's why these relationships failed and I've blamed it all on myself and thought of the relationship ending as being a failure. That is not the case. And I just realized this literally this week. I'm not even kidding you. I realized this this week. It is not, unless you did something terribly wrong, even then it's still not a failure because whether either you weren't supposed to have that person in your life, number one, which is probably the case, or number two, now you've learned that treating somebody the way you treated them, if you say treated them badly, because we have to hit both sides here. Now you're not going to probably do it again because you learned your lesson and you now know that that's not how you treat a person. And you're hopefully going to learn from the feeling that you're feeling now failure and you're going to do better next time. That's not a failure, although you're feeling it. It's not. And on the other hand, if it didn't work, it's probably the other fucking person and you didn't want them in your life anyways. But in the moment, it's so hard not to blame yourself. And that's been something that has affected my self-esteem so hardcore is even if I am like, you know what, this person's not healthy to have in my life. I'm going to, I'm going to remove them from my life. 
even if it's been my decision, it still is a huge, it's fucked up my self-esteem because then I am like sitting at home by myself that night and I'm like, you know, am I ever going to have it, it like, is any, it, am I ever going to have a healthy relationship with anybody? Like that's broad. Okay. Like, am I ever going to have that? You will actually, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I still am one. Like I still, I know I will for me personally. And for all of you, it's easier to speak about you guys though. I know you guys will me. I'm not so sure, but that's the problem is that that's how you feel about yourself. It's a lot easier when you're looking in at somebody else's life. You can say that, but when it's your own, it's a lot harder. So moral of the story is, I think we all need to fucking chill about failing. Like we all need to really, really try to see the positive side of all of these little daily failures. Cause I know for me, they add up and then it's like this weight on my back and I'm still trying to learn how to not let that get to me. But I think the key is, is that once you wait it out a few months and you see why that failure was a positive thing, it was just so dumb. Every fucking life coach has probably said that before, but then you can kind of see why it happened. And then it all makes sense. Whenever something shitty is happening, I always just tell myself, I'm like, in a few months, I'm going to know why this happened to me. I'm going to see why this happened. I'm going to see why. And it always happens. Let me try to think of a good example of that. Okay. I have a great example. This is very, this is not really failure as much, but it's more just like an unfortunate event that ended up leading to something that was so much better. So I was supposed to go to New York this weekend because my friends were in New York and I was like really fucking lonely. And I was like, I want to go to New York just to like hang out with my friends. Okay. And I was trying to book my flights on JetBlue, whatever. And I spent an hour trying to book these flights and it wasn't working. Every single time I used like three different credit cards. I was like refreshing the page using a new browser. Like I was doing everything I could and it would stay at this like loading screen once I would press like confirm and it would not work. It would just not work. And I've never had anything like that happen to me before. I tried on two different computers. I could not figure it out. The whole website was crashed. I was like, what the fuck? So I ended up just being like, Do you know, what? I guess I'm not going to go then because I literally can't book my flight and they're getting really ex the flights are getting really expensive and I'd have to leave in like two days. I guess I'm just not going to go because if I try to book tomorrow, all the flights are going to be up by $300. I'm just not going to do it. So I was like, fuck this. I'm not doing it. So I ended up staying home and I was like, I'm going to be so fucking bored and lonely. I ended up being invited to an event that, you know, and I'm pretty antisocial. I don't really go out, don't really go to events, don't really do anything. But I decided to go to this event and I ended up meeting a lot of like fucking really cool people that I wouldn't have met and like very valuable experiences. Like I had very, I met like a lot of really cool people that I really would like to be friends with even, which is rare for me. Cause I don't really, I tend to live a very isolated life and sometimes I prefer like that, but I ended up meeting really fucking cool people. And if, and I was really upset when JetBlue wasn't working and I couldn't book my flights. I was very upset. I was like, I'm going to be bored now. All my friends are in New York. I'm obsessed with New York. Now I'm going to be home alone. But see what ended up happening. I ended up going to this event that ended up, you know, allowing me to meet really cool people that I wouldn't have met otherwise. And 
that's fucking special because seeing how like that led to that, it kind of just proved like, it was like a metaphor for me of like, okay, you got to kind of just trust a little bit. You know what I mean? Like when you fail or when something doesn't work, you just have to trust and wait. And if you wait and if you're patient, it will make sense. With this is just referring to most things. So that was really a lot. I don't know. That was kind of depressing. So now I'm going to try to think about something. Not depressing, but it's like, okay, Emma, can we fucking like, let's clean it up. Let's have some fun. I, I need to have some fun. This episode is brought to you by Batiste. I do spend a lot of time in front of a camera. Although sometimes my hair looks bad, I love when it looks good. So when I heard about Batiste's two new products, I had to check them out. It's dry shampoo powered by you. The touch-activated dry shampoo releases fragrance whenever you touch your hair. And the sweat-activated dry shampoo absorbs oil and releases fragrance as you sweat. You know what's an underrated compliment? Your hair smells good. Always feels good when it happens. Batiste, the future of hair care is here. Buy Batiste Dry Shampoo online or in-store at your nearest retailer. This episode is brought to you by Prime. Whether it's a hobby, a side hustle, or simply your favorite pastime, Amazon Prime doesn't just help facilitate your passions. It helps you find new ones as well. I'm always going through phases with hobbies. Sometimes I go through a phase where I love sewing. Sometimes I go through a phase where I like taking cool photos. Sometimes I have a phase where I'm really into watercoloring. Whenever I have a good idea, I hop on Amazon and order all of the equipment that I need, and it shows up so fast so I can just jump into my new hobby while the passion is still alive. Whatever you're into or getting into, you can find it on Prime. Visit Amazon.com Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. Let me think about what I've been up to. So I took a break from podcasting for two, three months, two, three months. And I haven't really been doing anything. And it's kind of an issue. And I'll explain. And maybe I can even read, maybe you guys can even give me advice. Like literally you can tweet the, you can tweet the Twitter at AG podcast. Okay. Just let me know. I, I have this issue I want to vent about. This is in the same vein as failure because I kind of feel like I'm a failure of a human being because of this. Uh, I promise not every episode will be depressing, but I want, why not start it out a little bit emo and a little bit goth, okay? Because there was r not a lot of that on Super Genius, so we're really going to start this out a little emo. We can always go out from here, though. It could always get a little bit more uh, heartwarming, and it will. Uh, although I think I said some heartwarming stuff. Anyways... So I have this issue and I, I hope that some of you guys can relate. So because I didn't go to college, very Oh my God, controversial topic alert. Fuck. Maybe we'll talk about that one episode. <gasps> Actually, that's a great topic for this episode. Great. Okay. We'll talk about that next. Anyways, because I didn't go to college, I like skipped a step of life. Right. And I kind of skipped straight to working. Okay. And in theory, that's kind of great. It is great. I'm very grateful that I, that this is what, you know, the cards were for me. And I enjoy working and that's great. But I 
never got to have that college experience where you're super social, you know, maybe you're in a sorority. I would have never fucking done that. Just knowing my personality wouldn't have worked. But, you know, going to parties, going to different types of like college events, being in class every day, like I skipped that step. And because of that, from the time I was 17 and I moved out to now, I've been so isolated. Okay. Like I literally see nobody. I do. I rarely ever leave my house. I'm home all the time. When I'm home, I'm like not doing anything. Like I'm in bed. But then when I'm like, you know, but I'm spending most of my day like working on stuff that's like whatever, whether that's making videos, podcasts, you know, doing a shoot, like whatever that may mean that day. That's what I'm doing during the day. And then by the time that I get home, I'm tired. And then I exercise usually at some point during the day or else I get like, I need to release some endorphins. It's like my only, it's like, it's like my drug. It's like my healthy drug, right? That's great. But then by the time I get home, I don't really want to see anyone because I'm so tired and like drained from talking to people all day. And then I like, and then I don't want to cook. So then I'm not being productive because I don't want to cook. And then like, I don't want to do anything like hobby wise. Cause I'm so like mentally exhausted that all I want to do is like lay in bed and watch TikToks. So I feel like I don't have any hobbies, which then in turn makes me a little bit less interesting of a human being. Like, I feel like I don't have as much to talk about during a conversation with somebody because I don't do anything. Does that make sense? And I, it like really bothers me, but I do do a lot of stuff and I'm tired, but I don't do anything that's like a hobby. And so like, like I don't have any hobbies. I don't like do any, like, I don't like know how to skateboard. I don't know how to draw I mean, I, I like I buy things sometimes like I bought a skateboard once and was skateboarding on for a little bit. And then I got like bored of that because I thought I was going to hurt myself. <laughs> so whatever. Oh, my God, guys, it's my cat calling. Leave that in like I I don't I don't have the energy to kind of get any hobbies but I think my lack of hobbies makes me a little bit, maybe a little bit more sad than I would be otherwise. So what I'm trying to figure out is what the fuck? Like, how do you, I feel like I'm cornered. Cause I'm like, I want to like do more things with my life that are fulfilling yet. I'm so exhausted by the end of my day that I don't have any, I don't have the capacity to do those things. So I'm going to try to figure out, that balance. Um, I'll let you know if I figure it out. I bet a lot of you guys have that problem as well. I have been trying to cook a little bit, but I mean, that's not a hobby. When I'm cooking, it's not a hobby. When I'm cooking, it's like I'm warming up a tortilla and then I'm putting uh, beans and cheese and vegan cheese and salsa and uh, vegetables in it. And then I'm eating it and it's delicious, but it's not really cooking because I didn't do anything. I just slapped pre-existing things together. I did also make myself vegan mac and cheese the other day. I ate the entire pot of it and it was so good, but I actually think my stomach is still hurting and I literally ate it like four days ago and it was vegan. Like it's not even dairy. I think it was just the, the volume just destroyed me. So anyway, 
that's my area of failure. But now we'll talk about, that's like how I feel like my day-to-day life. I'm like trying to figure that out, but I'm not going to give up. Maybe I'll paint tonight. It could happen. I bought a lot of painting supplies off Amazon, like these really cool, like very opaque watercolors, which doesn't make sense because watercolors are usually clear, but these are like really thick and like satisfying to use. So I might use those tonight. (laughs) I might fuck around. We'll see what happens. And then I also bought these pens that are called Posca pens and they're like paint pens and they're really fun to draw with. So maybe I'll make some art and maybe I'll become a fucking artist like my father. It all it all runs in the family. My dad also surfs. So maybe I'll have him teach me to surf one day. Cause honestly that would really help me. Number one, find a boyfriend and number two, it would be fun. I think I would enjoy it cause I love the ocean. So I'll keep you updated on that, how I end up doing with my hobbies and trying to find some, but now let's talk about me not going to college <laughs> because this is a huge, like this was one of the other big times I've felt like a piece of shit before, but not, but not fairly. I didn't need to feel like a piece of shit. Let's, let's dig in. So let's throw it back to 2017. I start my YouTube channel and started it in the beginning of summer. By the time I went back to school, I had about a hundred thousand on YouTube, which was kind of crazy. And I didn't really know what that meant for me. And it was junior year and, you know, I'm going to school doing my thing And uh, I got really depressed because it was too much work to do, not even too much work, but I, well, I mean, it was too much work because I was taking all APs and honors while also, you know, having already having YouTube kind of in a sense as a job at that point where I was making my own money. So I was kind of supporting myself, but still living with my parents. And so it was like this weird balance. And I was like, okay, I need to drop all of my hard classes. So I dropped all of my hard classes, which was a huge blow to my ego. That felt like a failure within itself. Cause I was like somebody who had, you know, had been such a hard worker at school to drop all of their AP and honors classes because they were overwhelmed, felt like a huge failure. And it was such, it hurt me so bad, especially the area I grew up in. I'm like a few miles away from Stanford, the college, and it's like super fucking rigorous. Everybody's like, you know, oh, well, you don't have a 5.0? Well, good luck going to college. Oh, you know, your parents uh, didn't put you into this tutoring program? (laughs) Sucks to be stupid. Like, that's exactly the vibes of my school, I felt like. And so, you know, dropping all of my AP and honors classes, oh my God, I... I beat myself up over that, which is so stupid because my mental health was struggling so bad. And yet I was like mad at myself for dropping classes that were, you know, creating four hours of homework per night. Mind you, I had five of those classes. Doesn't add up. Hello. And so, and I'm beating myself up for taking easier classes when I was literally on the verge of fucking death. It felt like, and I was mad at myself I was like, you're such a piece of shit. You're such a loser. You're never going to make any money. You're going to, you're like, you know, you're never going to be able to support yourself. You're never going to be able to do this or that. And like, that's how I felt. And yet it was like at the point where like, if I didn't drop those classes, I was going to literally need to go to the hospital because I was losing my fucking marbles. Anyways. (laughs) So, and mind you, I'm also doing YouTube at the same time as my only escape and hobby slash way for me to make money because I was relying on my parents before that. So then, you know, it got to a point where my like mental health was so bad. I was like, I need to leave school. I can't do this anymore. 
I can always figure it out. I can, you know, if I want to go to school, there's lots of options for me to go to school down the line. This is not the end of my schooling. If it doesn't want, if it, it's open, it's open. Like, am I going to be able to go to Stanford if I leave school right now? No. Did I want to go to Stanford in the first place? Fuck no. So who cares? I just, you know, at the end of the day, for me, it was about, you know, being happy long term. I realized that and I was like, if I, if I leave right now, you know, it does close a few doors, but my quality of life is going to improve a lot. So let's do this shit. So I took the test. It's called the chess P and I graduated early and as a junior. So then I was out of school and I was like, if I ever want to go back to, I mean, I would never go back to high school cause I technically got whatever, but let's say I wanted to go to college, you know, down the line, I could potentially test into go. I don't know. I don't remember how that whole shit works, but like I could go to college eventually if I wanted to. So that door wasn't closed. I was like, I just need to get my shit together a little bit. And that was that. So, and I was planning on maybe doing online school, but that obviously didn't happen. <clears throat> Sorry guys. Sorry to fucking disappoint. So now let's talk about the response I got <laughs> when I left school. So first let's talk about how my Catholic all-girls school responded. They told me that, from what I can remember, I can't remember it perfectly, but they were basically saying along the lines of like, you know, basically tell me, telling me I was making a huge mistake and that, you know, I was, I was closing a bunch of doors and that I was like, they're basically trying to tell me I was going to become a loser. <laughs> and this is all just my opinion. That's how I felt. Don't want to get sued. This, that was kind of how I felt that they were, that's what I felt like they were implying. In my opinion, <clears throat> in my opinion, in my opinion, in my opinion, in my opinion. Once you say in my opinion, you will not get sued. And that is what I've learned. <laughs> so anyway, so that's how I felt from them. From my family, I think it was a little bit mixed. Some people were just kind of like, how is that going to work? You know, my parents were very much on board. I won't get into my family too much, but you know, there were some bumps in that road as well. And just with like people not understanding, like people just automatically assume that if you don't go to college and if you don't follow the exact steps that we're supposed to follow, that you're then a failure. And I started to believe that about myself too. I started to think, oh shit. Like, you know, the first few months after I left, I was like, oh my God, I don't regret this at all. Like this was exactly what I needed to do. But like, I feel like everybody around, everybody around me looks at me and thinks that I'm like a failure. And like, I, I don't know. I felt like such shit about myself because everybody was judging me. And a lot of people were saying that, you know, I was a loser and shit. It's people from my home down, hometown and stuff. But here's what I've realized about that. Something that I learned from that, and this is broad. This doesn't necessarily, I'm not telling you to, you know, graduate early from school or whatever. I'm not saying not to go to college. I'm not saying college is bad. I think college is actually really great. It just wasn't for me. And that's fucking fine. And I'm not going to apologize for it either. I spent so much time apologizing, being like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. I know I don't, I know I didn't go to college. I'm sorry. No, I'm not fucking sorry anymore. That's okay. Because why, you know, like that wasn't my path. And at the end of the day, like, you know, 
if you can find a way to, to make money and support yourself on your own, and you don't need necessarily a college education for that specific path that you're taking, you do not need to apologize for that. As long as you're working hard at whatever you're doing and you're doing everything in your power to, you know, make yourself as successful in whatever you're doing as you can be, then that's not a failure and that's nothing to apologize for. As long as you're being smart and as long as you're being responsible, that's a success in my eyes. And that's great. Like, I don't see an issue. I, I'm kind of, now I'm like all mad. I'm like, fuck all the people that like were mad, at, like that were giving me shit about knowing, not going to college. Because that's just like so not anybody else's place either. Like, you know, judging somebody else for not going to college, judging somebody else for not you know, taking the, that, that, uh, obvious path or whatever is just like, it's just such a dated mentality. And I understand because a lot of people, a lot of jobs, you do need to go to college. I'm sorry. I wouldn't want somebody, you know, when I had a fucking bi kidney biopsy in eighth grade, uh, yeah, I wouldn't want some random motherfucker, uh, taking a chunk out of my kidney. I'm really glad that that man went to college. Thank you. 100%. I'm very in that spirit. I mean, like there's an, or even like, you know, my teachers, when I had teachers all throughout my, my life, I'm so glad that they went to college because they were able to, they were taught exactly how to, and they wouldn't have necessarily learned that on their own. There's no way to learn that all. You know what I mean? And I, I can bet you that when my math teacher went into college to learn about math, they forgot about every degree in every type of triangle. Actually, that's kind of easy to memorize. But anyways, you know, they had shit to learn too. So I can see, you know, I understand that, that that's a great, that can be a great tool and an amazing resource and a necessary resource in a lot of, in a lot of ways. But on the other hand, sometimes it's not. And that's okay. And nobody should be an asshole about it. And for that matter, nobody should be an asshole about anything. I realized there's so much like, I had this realization one day too, kind of recently. I've had a lot of realizations recently where it's like, why are people not minding their own business? I am so, I just really do my best. I, I get it. Sometimes people do shit that's so annoying or people do shit that you don't agree with. And that's totally fine. I'm, I'll be the first one to vent about that to my friends and family when people are doing things that I don't necessarily agree with. But like, why does it have to leave that bubble of friends and family when, when you, you know, don't agree with, with something like it, it's just, I, I really have never been able to understand it. Like, I feel like I'm letting out every feeling I've ever had and every feeling I've ever wanted to express on the internet all of a sudden right now. So I'm the, I will probably simmer down by like the third episode, but for now, like I'm on X games mode and now I'm just like, we started with one thing. Now we're here. It's going to be interesting for me to listen back to this later. Who knows how it's going to make me feel. I'm probably going to cut out the whole fucking thing. I don't know. But anyway, like, for example, like, you know, as I was just talking about, like me not going to college. Why did that need to be anyone else's business in the first place? 
Why did it need to be, you know, I don't care if people didn't necessarily agree with it. If they thought that, oh, that's questionable. You know, there's a lot of, she could really fail that way. Yeah, that's true. But, and it is true. I mean, I did take a risk by not going to college for sure. But actually, well, that's up for debate. It depends on the way you look at it. But like, why did, why did I need to be notified that everybody around me didn't approve? Like, why, why couldn't that have been kept to themselves? Don't you think that people beat themselves up enough on their own? Why, why do you need to let the person know? Because it's so much easier to vent about it to your close circle of friends and family where that's safe. It'll never get out to anybody. You can talk about whatever you want. You can vent. You can let loose in this safe environment where it doesn't harm anyone. Hack. Fun hack. If somebody does something that bothers me or somebody's doing something, I just call my parents or I'll call my best friends. I have two of them and I'll just vent about it to them knowing that it will never leave that safe bubble and it'll never harm anyone and it'll never leave that bubble and it doesn't hurt anyone, but you still get to vent about it because you need to vent about it as a human. It's, I'm not saying that sometimes you got to talk a little bit of shit. I get it because you need to just get it out and vent so that you can be nice and like understanding. It's like you have to talk it through almost right? Because we're human and we analyze others. But doing that within the safe environment of your friends, you don't need to do that with everybody you meet. And you don't need to do it to the person who you're thinking about talking about. That is not healthy. And it's not necessary unless somebody's genuinely in danger, in danger. But if they're not in danger, and they're doing actually fine, maybe just don't fucking do that. <laughs> so anyway, I can't tell if I'm a therapist, or if I'm a patient of a therapist or if I am now a new public speaker motivational speaker TED talk enthusiast or if I am who am I now on this podcast I don't know this is the longest podcast I've ever recorded it's 39 minutes and I don't even know what I said the whole time I have no idea what I said who knows but I'm gonna wrap it up because I feel like now I'm all in my feels and I, I don't know if that's what I wanted to do with this podcast necessarily. Like, I don't know if I wanted to get all deep up in this bitch a little bit, but I did. And now we're here. And honestly, I can't take it back now. So I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope that maybe I opened your mind a little bit to something. Who knows? Like, maybe it made you think about something differently, changed your perspective. That's what I would hope. Next episode, let's talk about something fucking fun. Please tweet at the anything goes podcast the twitter for anything goes is at ag podcast and you can tweet us questions you can tweet us questions or topics that you want us to talk about and if you'd rather call us we have a phone number and the phone number is 567-275-3662 you can leave a short voicemail about a question or a topic and maybe we will use it because it's very open-ended. We don't give a fuck on anything goes. Anything goes. Yeah, leave me some fun topics because I feel like my brain immediately goes to the like, insert sad music, let's talk about failure. You know, so I'm trying to, let's try to have fun next episode. All right, I love you guys. Peace out, have an amazing day.
oh yeah subscribe to us on apple Podcasts, spotify radio.com anywhere you get your podcasts we're there subscribe give us a little rating five stars never hurt nobody stupid genius i think had 4.5 stars that hurt my ego let's get it to five stars i'm just kidding i don't have an ego just kidding i do and we're going to talk about that on anything goes because it's normal and natural and it's something that needs to be discussed i really need to fucking shut up Goodbye. Love you all. Mwah.